through Colossians. We could be in Colossians for the next 10 years. เราอาจจะต้องเรียนเรื่องนี้ไปอีกสักสิบปีก็ได้นะพี่น้องมันยาวมันเยอะมากใช่มั้ยเพราะว่าเราอยู่ในบทที่หนึ่งอยู่นะ
And last week we saw how Paul prayed for the Colossians. We can learn from this. This is an incredibly wonderful template for the prayers for the people that you are discipling. And we might say, I'm not discipling anybody. Well, this week is a good week to start. Hallelujah. And you can disciple people and they don't even know you're discipling them. When does discipling start? Right? You could be discipling your neighbors. The moment you start to bless your neighbors, you start to disciple them. Isn't that incredible? So most of the people I disciple don't know I'm discipling them. In fact, a lot of the people that are discipling that are in the church, they don't even know I'm discipling them either. Because I'm discipling all of you right now. Right? That's what preaching is. It's part of discipling. But it's one of the things that Jesus commanded us to do. He didn't just ask us, he commands us. So it's so important for us to engage in discipling others. And I know we can say, Lord, bless them. Right? I know we can uh, pray for people. We can see they have felt needs. We pray for their felt needs. That's so important. But Paul gives us things that we can pray about. So there's there's absolutely no reason why we should say, I don't know what to pray for that person. Because Paul gives us four things to pray about. Hallelujah. So, Let's have a look at what those four things are again. Well, we're going to look at two of them anyway. Right? So, last week we started to look at, one Coloss- at Colossians 1, verse 9. And Paul prayed to them, to, to God, and said that he wanted them to be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. You have a destiny in God. Praise the Lord. That's great, isn't it? You don't have to be a woman to have a destiny. 
right? Praise God, because you know destiny is the name of our women's ministry. Right? But you can be a man and have a destiny in God. And God wants you to know what his plan is for your life. And he wants you to be wise. You don't have to be 120 years old to be wise. He wants you to understand spiritual things. Now, this is, is a, a spiritual time that we're entering into in Phuket. So let me give you a grounding. Let me allow the truth to be built in your heart and life. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. So we don't approach difficult spiritual times in fear. But with boldness. Not, not to destroy or to fight. But the higher calling of that is to bless. And it's far more powerful. Hallelujah. So I believe over the next month people will come to Christ. They will move from under the authority of sin and death and move into the family and the authority and reign and rule of Christ. Why? Because when you speak peace, it is more powerful than anything else that happens on this island. So, this prayer of Paul is, the, is his initial thing that he prays for people. And it's all about relationship with God. It's the most important thing because without a strong relationship with, with the Lord, we cannot hope to be able to live out a transformation lifestyle. It's the most important thing because without a strong relationship with God, we cannot live out a transformation lifestyle. I need God to be with me. Hallelujah. With music or without music. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's about knowing who God is. And who we are to him. Do you know who you are before God? 
Because if you do, it will change the way you live. If you don't know who God is, you won't have a special life. Because you won't understand who you are. Right? And it's so sad that you can be in church but not understand who God thinks you are. Paul explains this in Colossians 1, 13-14. He doesn't just pray it, he then goes on to teach what he's prayed. And if you want to understand the whole of Colossians, then you need to look at those four things that he prays about, and you'll see that he goes on to describe the four things that he said. So the key to understanding Colossians is in Colossians 1, 9 to 12. So verse 9 is explained first, then verse 10, then verse 11, and then verse 12. And that's the whole book, the letter, the whole letter. Okay, so praise the Lord. So this is where he starts to describe what he said in verse 9. Just remind ourselves what he said, to be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Okay, so what does he say? Right. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins so what is god's will for you that you no longer walk in darkness but now you walk into the kingdom of how can you do that? Because we've been redeemed and we, our sin is forgiven. Amen. No one seems pleased about that this morning. Right. Your sin is forgiven. Tell the person next to you, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. I'm saying it to you. You're forgiven. Amen. I receive it. Praise the Lord. We owe Jesus everything. 
yeah. If you can appreciate that, that's all the motivation you need to live for Him. Right, Paul prays that you will be filled with knowledge of His will. That you would truly appreciate and understand what Jesus has done for you. And if you do, then you will live for him. So when the smallest thing smallest problem happens in your life, you don't automatically think, well, I believed in God and look what's happened. You, you never heard the Apostle Paul talk like that? No, Paul would say the opposite. He would say, for me to live is Christ. To die, well, that's better, even better. I'll be with him. I consider it all joy if I suffer dot, 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 for Christ. Right, I mean, can, I mean, think about that. Right? Oh, I got a problem. Hallelujah. For, ah, hallelujah. Praise God. I consider it all joy to suffer for Christ. I mean, what's going on there? It's simple what's going on there. He understands what Jesus did for him. Anyone else ever die on the cross for you? Anyone else conquered death for you? Anyone else promise to answer your prayers? Anyone else promise you a mansion forever in heaven? No? Jesus, pretty good guy, really. Yeah? Amen. And he did that for you and for me. And we can be upset because someone said something and it hurt my feelings. I'm not going to that church again. Praise God. Do you go because you want people to say nice things to you or do you go because Jesus saved you? Right? 
I'm not going to church today because I'll get wet. Man alive. I'm not even going to comment on that one. If it didn't rain, we'd die. Praise the Lord. It's, there's a great thing. It comes in long, thin, thin strips and you put it up. It's called an umbrella. Buy one. Next time it rains, picture Jesus on the cross and tell him why you're not coming to church. Hallelujah. If you're squirming and feeling bad, ain't my fault. I came and I got wet. Praise the Lord. But in, when we were worshiping the Lord, I dried out in the presence of God. Well, that sounds bad actually. No, I don't dry out in the presence of God. I get really filled. I get filled in the presence of God. Hallelujah. We owe Jesus everything. And an appreciation of that changes who you are. If you understand that, then you will not have anything against anyone else. Because the word of God tells me that if I do not forgive others, then God can't forgive me. So, how on earth can things go right for you if you have something against other people? If you understand this, then you'll give Jesus your best. In verses 15 to 23, Paul goes on to tell us who Jesus is and why we owe him what we owe him. And then through into chapter 2 to verse 6, Paul keeps telling us who Jesus is. And then Paul tells the Colossians who he is. Right? Because remember, Paul never went to Colossae. So it's like you have this letter from, oh, we've got a letter from a guy called Paul. And it's not the Paul from Villa 2. Or Villa 5, wherever. Right? You never, I never know where 2 starts and 5 finishes. Hallelujah. It's Paul, but it's kind of like Jewish. He's not Belgian. 
It's got olive oil stains on the front, not chocolate. Uh, and, and this letter is telling him, he's giving his credentials, he's got his CV on the front. And he says, look, I am anointed by God because I've submitted to the Lordship of Christ. Right, what is Paul saying? I have authority because I submit to Jesus. ขอเขาเบอร์เซาได้ยอมจำนนชีวิตต่อพระเจ้าตั้งแต่แรกแล้วจูวานอวาวอัลทอริตี้อัมพาวเวอร์ในชีวิตที่มีพลังและสิทธ
and it's nine o'clock and you spend two hours thinking about it, let me tell you, you've missed the train. Praise the Lord. Opportunities sometimes stick around for a while. But most opportunities that are actually good ones, we just have to do the right thing at the time. If Jesus is Lord of your life because you've submitted to him, decisions are not difficult. ถ้าพระเยซูเป็นองค์จอมเจ้านายเหนือชีวิตของท่านจริงๆเนี่ยถ้าถ้าท่านได้ให้พระองค์เป็นเจ้านายจริงๆเนี่ยตามตัดสิน
Water is water. นะคะในปรัชญาหรือในความคิดนะคะตามหลักเหตุผลบอกว่าน้ำก็คือน้ำ Faith in Christ says. แต่ความเชื่อในพระคิดบอกว่า Water can turn into wine. น้ำสามารถที่จะเปลี่ยนเป็นไวน์ได้ Everyone was a bit too enthusiastic about that one. <laughs> yeah, well, let's have a party! Yeah. Well, we know what half of the church wants for Christmas. Hallelujah! Faith in Jesus isn't logical at all. Praise God. Faith in Jesus says, "Don't go over that dangerous hill into Patong. Move the mountain." Don't drive over that dangerous hill into Patong. Move the mountain. Oh, what? The reason said, "What? How? Don't go over that ขับรถขึ้นไปบนภูเขาที่ปาตองนะแต่ความเชื่อบอกว่าย้ายภูเขาใช่ไหมฟังดูแล้ว Praise the Lord Hallelujah That's why Mayor Pai Boon's next uh, next plan is to build a subway ท่านไพบูลเรามีความเชื่อเยอะมากใช่ไหมคะท่านต้องการสร้างซับเวใช่ไหมคะเป็นยังไงนะรถไปใต้ดินใช่ไหมคะ Go over the mountain go under it เราจะต้องขึ้นเขาแล้วทีนี้เราแบบย้ายภูเขาออกเลยนะคะสร้างรถไฟใต้ดินมันซะเลยนะคะเนี่ย Praise the Lord Faith in Jesus isn't reasonable เพราะนั้นการมีความเชื่อในพระเยซูเนี่ยอาศัยหลักเหตุผลไม่ได้หรอกค่ะ Right It's not reasonable อาศัยหลักเหตุผลไม่ได้ Right You cannot fathom it out เราไม่สามารถเข้าใจความเชื่อได้ My my accountant in England Right, because I have to pay tax and stuff in England. Right. So our accountant there. He says, "Look, you have to take more money out than comes in." And you're in the black all the time. And said, "I don't understand it." And she said, "Look, don't try. Just say thank you, Jesus." Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't try and understand it. Just say thank you, Jesus. In the kingdom of God, money is elastic. I says, "Don't worry either." I says, "Because by the time we've changed it from pounds into baht, it gets smaller again." Praise God! Don't know what happens with the exchange rate, but mine's never good. And I don't try and understand it because there's always enough. Right. So what is faith in Jesus? And if it's not logical, it's not reasonable. What is it? It is creative and it's powerful. Right? 
So what would you prefer? Feeling comfortable or being on the cutting edge? How many people like to be comfortable? I'll put my hand up. I like to be comfortable. Right? But it's not healthy. Right? On Sundays, I, when, when I finish preaching, I am absolutely exhausted. And what I used to do is just go and sit in my chair. I got one of these reclining chairs. And so I go back and I'm away, right? Till seven o'clock. Right? It's gone, right? Not anymore. I don't do that. I haven't done that for a while. Right? Because right? in the afternoon we're off, we're exercising. Praise the Lord. Last two months I've lost 10 kilos. Right? I don't want to sleep now. I want to go out and do stuff. And, and Margaret likes it because now she needs a, a, a lower size in dress and stuff, and she's really happy. The only thing that doesn't like it is the bank balance because she wants new stuff. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I'm, I'm on the last hole in my belt. I gotta go put some new holes in my belt because my trousers keep falling down. Uh, Dave, just stop it. Because I mean you you got sick and lost five kilos. Okay, big deal, but you didn't need to. It's a big deal for me. Right. Hallelujah. Praise God, it's good. It's healthy, and I'm doing three kilos a day. Not, not three kilometers a day. Praise God. I know I'm not up to football standard yet. Praise the Lord, but I don't get yellow cards either. Right, okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what do you prefer? Do you want to be comfortable or do you want to change the spiritual climate over your sphere of influence? Look, if you want to be comfortable, you're in the wrong church. The door's over there, right? So you want to be comfortable, go find somewhere else. Hallelujah. Because I'll be on on it, yeah. Praise God. It's exciting to be a servant of Jesus. Okay, so I say, 
water turns into wine, everybody cheers. It's exciting to be a servant of Jesus silent. Amen. I go and open the door. <laughs> right, the second warning is more subtle. And it came in regards to spiritual deception. Who does the devil spiritually deceive? That's how you? Everybody. Right? We were once blind. We were blinded to the truth. Right? Who does the devil target especially? Christians. Right? So it might just be possible that you're being deceived today. Not by me. Right? But I'm going to say something now. I'll let the Lord speak to you. See, the devil doesn't want me to put it up. Right? This is very, very important. Because I hear this all the time. And when people say this to me, there's very little I can say to them. Right, because people will say to me, the Lord told me to do this. That means, pastor, shut up. And I receive the anointing to shut up and sit down. Because if, if people tell me that, there's nothing I can do. You're cutting me out of the equation. Right? Despite the fact that the Bible tells us to listen to those who have spiritual authority over us, you cut me straight out. God told us to do this. ฟังเสียงคําตักเตือนของผู้นําของท่านแต่ถ้าท่านมาบอกกับผู้นําว่าพระเจ้าบอกว่าอย่างนี้กับฉันนะบอกงั้นอย่างนี้ให้ฉัน
Friday nights at Kingdom Seekers still only a few people come. Even though we're learning how to hear from God and know the, how, to, how to communicate that. And the reason why we do it in a group is so that I can get up and I can say, well, actually, that's, that's good, but you need to understand it in this light as well, because this is what the Word of God says elsewhere. ที่ให้พี่น้องมาเนี่ยไม่ใช่ว่าให้พี่น้องมาเพื่ออธิษฐานหรืออะไรเหมือนกันหมายถึงว่าให้ท่านมาเพื่อที่ท่านจะเรีย
and the rest of you I don't care. Is that right? Have I received the word? Yes. Is it good for Glenn? Yes. Well, what's wrong? It's good for everybody. Yeah? So, in other words, I get so narrow in my focus on one thing that I throw everything else out. That's an imbalance. That's not correct. That's not right. Right? So we can focus on righteousness and forget service. Personal righteousness. And we can forget about loving others. Right? And the word of God says that whatever you want for yourself, well, do that for other people. So if I want something good for me or for my family, then I should want the way to receive that is to do good to other families. We can become unbalanced. And you know what the worst thing is? We become self-righteous. Alright, and we, we, we can tell people, we can quote verses and we can say reasons why we're doing this. We're doing this and aren't we holy? We are focusing in on God. Praise the Lord. You're responding to the vision you've received. You're responding to the word you've received. But you're responding in the wrong way. Was the vision wrong? Probably not. The response to the vision is what's wrong. And Paul describes the disastrous effect of what happens when you do that. That's verse 18. What does he say in verse 19? Not holding fast to the head from whom the entire body being supplied and held together by joints and ligaments grows with a growth that is from God. So the object of your desire, of your, of your, your, your intention, is what God said instead of God. 
แทนที่สิ่งที่จะเป็นเป้าหมายที่สูงสุดของเราแทนที่จะเป็นพระเจ้าแต่เรากลับจดจ่อไปไปที่สิ่งที่พระเจ้าพูดต่างกันนะ Right, I want to see Thailand transformed. But I don't worship transformation. I worship Jesus. Right? I'll do anything that Ed Silvoso says, but I don't worship Ed Silvoso. I worship Jesus. Why do I do what Ed says? Because I believe that everything he says leads me closer to Jesus. Praise God, but I'm not blind when I do it. If he told me to jump off a cliff, I'd say no. I don't read that anywhere in the Bible. Hallelujah! But normally he tells me, "Well, you shouldn't have done that," and I think, mm, "No, I shouldn't. Should I? Sorry." Hallelujah! Right? What does actually in Colossians? What does Paul says that we should that, that leaders do? They teach and admonish. Right now, in nine years, Ed Silvoso has admonished me twice. Both times he was right. And I said, and I apologized, and I learned. But he's teaching me with every breath. He phoned me up at 11 o'clock the other night. It wasn't 11 o'clock there, but it was 11 o'clock here. And he says, "Brian, son." Brian, Right. So, and he gives me some stuff to do. Right. And Margaret said to me, "We're in bed, just about to turn the light off and go to sleep." And after the phone call, I was like this. Margaret says, "What's he asked you to do? You've just come alive." I was just asked me to write out a plan to change the world. Hallelujah. Praise God, and we'll talk about it in Hawaii. So, incredible. And the f- f- first thing is, he's asked me to do this. Right? I could be totally mm, on that. But you know what I did? I said, I'll get back to you on this on Monday. Right? Because I've got to prepare my message for Sunday in Phuket first. Right? Okay. Wow. What I've received. Wow. Right? 
But that doesn't make me drop everything else. That doesn't make me throw away my responsibility that I've got been given to by God for you. But all the time I was preparing this message, I was thinking, oh yeah, that. And I was, I'd got Ed's piece of paper, and I got your piece of paper, and I was writing your stuff, and then putting, oh yeah, on that, while I was preparing for you. ก็คือว่าในขณะที่กําลังตําเตรียมคําเทศนาให้กับพี่น้องได้ฟังเนี่ยมีหลายสิ่งที่เพิ่งปลวกมาแล้วก็เพิ่งปลวกมาสําหร
but you find that people who are wrongly focused do not submit to that authority. And their answer is always the same. God told us to do this. So how, what happens when God speaks to you? What do you do? Go to your TG leader. Right. Go to one of the pastors. And say, I believe God told me this. What do you think? Praise God. What's that showing? You're recognizing that there are people in spiritual authority who can help you to interpret what God is saying to you. Where does Paul say spiritual authority and power come from? Submission. Amen. Right? If when God speaks to me, and He's saying something to me that is big, I got a phone. It's called. It is. in my pocket. I got my spiritual dad on speed phone, Ed Silvoso, and I'll press it and I'll say, "Hey, Dad, I believe God's saying this." And what do I want to hear? I want him to, in the spirit, affirm to me. Right, and he'll say, son, go for it. Or he'll say, what about what the Bible says in this chapter? And even though I've read the Bible now 26 times in 26 different versions, right, including Thai, right, in two versions, right, even though I've done that, right, yet it's almost as though Ed's read something that I haven't. Right? And anyway, I mean, he, he can talk about John 3.16 and it's like I've never read it before. Right? So, that's, that's not a surprise really. But to know that I've got someone like that to, to respond to me. To keep the balance. Not to go, I don't go to him and say, God said this, so I'm doing that. Do you know what? And this is the truth. 
Everyone who has ever said that to me is nowhere in God today. They've never achieved a thing. And, and they don't come back to church because they're embarrassed and bitter about what they've said. For me, the best thing that they could do is walk through the door of the church because I'd just be filled with joy that they've come back. Don't let the devil make you that singular minded that you cannot still carry what others bring to you. ไม่ใช่ตาล่อลวงเราที่แบบจดจ่อไปที่สิ่งหนึ่งสิ่งใดสิ่งเดียวนะคะแทนที่จะจดจ่อไปยังสิ่งอื่นๆที่เราสามาร
Right? right? It doesn't just say obey them, it says submit to them. Right? Why? Because many times you won't agree with what they say. Right? Don't worry. They won't tell you anything that's not right, otherwise they've got to answer to me, right? Yeah, I'll sort them out. If they're saying the wrong thing, I'll sort them out. Have I ever sorted you out, Glenn? Once or twice? More. Did you see that? I mean, you didn't see his face then. Once or twice, you go, more. <laughs> Have I ever sorted you out, my dearest? Oh, yes. I ever sorted you out? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right? So, don't worry about that. Praise God. Why? Should you submit to them? Because if you don't, it will be unprofitable for you. Right? Because we submit to them because we understand that they know more about God's word and about the working of the Holy Spirit than we do. Because they are discipling us. Listen, I'm not trying to make you conform to what I think you should be like. No, I'm trying to help you to understand what God wants you to be like. To help you to grow in Christ. I've never forced one person to do anything. I just suggest a better way. It's up to you whether you do it or not. Hallelujah. Right? Anyway, that's the introduction. Praise God. The second part of Paul's prayer. Right, I'm not doing all four. All right, I'm just doing two. But that was the long bit. Right. So the second one is this. What does he pray? He says, set your mind, oh, sorry, to walk that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects Bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. And he explains this part of his prayer in Colossians chapter 3. So how do you walk to please God. Right? 
It's easy. Colossians 3 2. Set your mind on things above, not on things that are on earth. Right. Our, our lifestyle, our walk, our lifestyle is to bring the culture of heaven to earth. Right. Jesus says, go into the world and make disciples of nations. Right. Okay, so what does that mean? That means individuals and the nations themselves. And discipleship requires, as we've already learned, that we submit to the Lordship of Christ in all things. And Paul describes the necessary mindset in this way. Right? For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Right? So, turn to the person next to you and ask them this vital question. Are you dead yet? And in, in this context, right? In this context, you should be saying, Yes, I'm dead. And I'm hidden in Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. Me, 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 me is dead. Yeah? Do you understand what we're talking about? Uh, me, me, me is dead. When a baby is born, just a few weeks time, I don't know. When a baby is born, and and uh, the mother comes and said to the baby, uh, uh, are you, you ready for something to eat? Uh, you don't expect the baby to say, oh yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Just go and look after the rest of the family first. Right, the baby doesn't go like that, does it? No, the baby goes, Now, because I'm a missionary, I had to learn to speak in different languages. I actually speak baby. Right, so I can give you the translation of that this morning. Right? It's translated as me, 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 me. Yeah? That's what it is. You don't have to teach people to say, me first. You don't, you don't believe me? 
mean, it's not so bad. It's not so bad in banks now in Phuket or in Thailand. But because banks have introduced the concept of queuing. Right? And you have to press the thing and get your ticket, right? Right? But I can remember 20, 25 years ago in Phuket going to the bank. And there's like 200 people in the bank. And, and it's like a can of sardines. Everyone's like this, and they're all pushing to get to the to front. And it was crazy. You could spend all day in there. And, and all I wanted was 500 baht. This, there weren't any ATM machines then. Right? And so everyone's like this, trying to get to the tiller. Praise God. It's still like that if you want to get on a bus in Bangkok. Right? First of all, in order to catch a bus in Bangkok, you first have to go and learn how to wrestle. Right? Otherwise, you'll never get on. Hallelujah. What did I say all that for? Me, 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 me. Oh, me, me, me. That's right, yeah. Because I couldn't remember because I've died to that. That one worked well. That was a good joke, Nock. We did it well. So you've got to learn to die to self. And, and the verse says, we are hidden with Christ. What do we have to hide from? Right? It comes from the Greek word crypto. So in other words, in order to be Superman, we have to hide from kryptonite. <laughs> what's, what's kryptonite in Thai kryptonite? Right? What are we what crypto? It means to be concealed. What what does that mean? It means when God looks at my sin, he doesn't see me, he sees Jesus. Hallelujah. Who doesn't want to be hid in Christ? Who doesn't want to die to what you deserve? Right? What is God's mercy? God's mercy is me not receiving what I deserve. His mercy triumphs over judgment. 
When I die to self, I am clothed in the righteousness of Christ. If you cannot submit to the Lordship of Christ, then you cannot be a disciple of Christ. Dying is not easy. <laughs> yeah, it's not, right? We should all be experts on death. And dying is not something that you will enjoy doing. Right? And one day I went to the doctors and he told me, oh, you're, you developed diabetes. And I had to die to chocolate. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that at all. I've been not enjoying that for nine years. My last Mars bar was nine years ago. Do I miss it? Yes. Was it hard? Yes. But I'm alive. I've died to chocolate. But I'm alive, well, I'm alive in Christ, but I'm also alive in the anti-chocolate. Hallelujah. To be hidden with Christ is our hope. Right? That's why Paul can say, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain, because I can die in Christ. So, if sin doesn't affect me, death will not affect me. In verse 5, he goes on to say, I've been set free from the punishment of immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed. So now I live to please God in every way. And that becomes a lifestyle. And in the following verses, Paul describes this as a renewal that takes place in me. So when you are hidden in Christ, 
God's creative purpose then becomes active within you. Why? Because if I'm in Christ, then as Paul says, I have the mind of Christ. Wow. So then I become creative. The old becomes new. I am a new creation. The old has passed away. The new has come. This is exciting stuff, folks. And this then becomes reflected in our relationships with one another. So if you're hidden in Christ, what does Paul say, first of all? Don't lie to each other. Don't say you're going off to be super spiritual. Say the truth. I don't want to follow you anymore. I'm going to go somewhere else. Praise God. Right? This is the hardest church in Phuket to belong to. I'm not boasting about that. <laughs> I think it's the hardest for me to belong to as well. Sorry. It's the hardest for me to belong to as well. Right? I have get, why? I get more criticism than any other pastor in Phuket. Why is it so hard? Because much has been given, much will be expected. Right? No other church testifies about people being raised from the dead. We got people in church this morning who've been delivered and freed from cancer. People that have been given two weeks to live, well, somebody who's been given two weeks to live is preaching to you three, three years after being given two weeks to live. So, a lot's expected of us, because a lot's been given. Many times I've said those doors open to both ways. You can come in or you can go out. If you come here, you'll get challenged. Praise God, but you'll also do great things. At the start, we started the service today showing you photographs of, of the deputy governor. Right? 
Right? Who was asked to go? We were. Nobody else has prayed for three prime ministers, one Laparas. Pastor one Laparas. Right? No other pastor in Thailand has gone before the king. Yours has. Right? What am I saying this for? For you to grasp that, yeah, it's heavy in this church. The teaching is strong in this church. But in this church, you will do great things. You can come to this church and faff about by sitting in the in a chair and never doing anything. But I want to tell you something. That ain't my fault. That's your fault. Because here we give you every opportunity to reach the stars. Praise God. It doesn't matter what your passion is. Right. We have a lady in our church that whose mission is to make sure that every dog in the island, on the island of Phuket is fed. Right. And listen, we have dogs queuing up outside our flipping gate waiting for her. If dogs knew how to ring the doorbell, the doorbell would be going all day. Praise the Lord. She's trying to hide behind Metuk. Right, hide in Christ, don't hide in Metuk. Hallelujah. Praise God, don't live a lie. That's the worst way of lying is to live a lie. Because it's all about the outward appearance when inside it's rubbish. Right, so, so this, is, this is a way to live a lie with, with, with your leaders. This is the way you live a lie with the leaders in the church. It's almost like you, you have this opinion that what will people think, in what way will they punish us if we share the truth? Right? The only commission that our leaders have is to love you with all their heart, mind, and strength and point you towards Jesus. That's what, that's what leaders are supposed to do in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, right? But somehow we got to say, well, don't tell Pastor Nock. 
มักพูดแบบนี้อย่าบอกอาจารย์หรอกนะ right right Get the lie of the enemy out of your thinking. เลิกเป็นคนพูดมุสาอย่าเป็นคนคิดแบบคิดมุสานะคะนั่นมาจากมัน Because you're thinking that's the last person that needs to know. They're the ones that should know because they're the ones who can help you. หากท่านคิดแบบนั้นนะคะว่าห้ามให้เขารู้เนี่ยคนที่ควรรู้มากกว่าเพื่อนก็คือคนนั้นแหละ So how do you live a lie? เพราะนั้นทำแบบนั้นก็แสดงว่าท่านกำลังมุสาอยู่ Not by lying. Not by saying some untruth. But by not telling the truth. So you believe the leave the bit out that you don't want them to know. I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you. Right. Let me tell you something. That's living a lie. Because you give an impression that everything's okay when it isn't. Because we want to avoid the circumstances. This is not submitting. This is not being accountable. Right. Instead of dealing with the problem, we sit on it. การที่เราจะจัดการกับปัญหาเรากับนั่งคล่อมปัญหาเอาไว้ And it starts off as a little problem. และมันเริ่มต้นเป็นปัญหาคิดปติวมาก And rather than dealing with it when it's a lion cub, we wait until it's full grown and got teeth and claws. นะคะแทนที่เราจะจัดการกับปัญหานั้นตอนที่มันยังเป็นลูกสิงโตอยู่เรารอให้มันกลายเป็นพ่อเป็นแม่สิงโตมีเคี้ยวมีฟันมีมีเล็บ Is there anyone here? I want to do an object lesson now. Is there anyone here who would volunteer? We have a, we have a fully grown African lion in the kitchen. Uh, would anyone like to sit on it? พี่น้องใครอยากที่จะอันนี้อยากจะสอนนิดนึงนะยกตัวอย่างสมมุติมีสิงโตซ่อนอยู่ในครัวนะคะตัวใหญ่มากเลยเคี้ยวฟันนี่ครบถ้วนบริบูรณ์นะคะกำลังหิวด้วยใครอยากจะไปนั่งบนสิงโตตัวนี้บ้าง Anyone? มีใครบ้างไหม No. มีใครบ้างไหม Now you'd all be queuing up if we said we got a little lion cub. Who wants to have the photo with a lion cub? Let me tell you what. The big raging lion started off as a cute little cuddly lion cub. Cub cub. Sing to, to a big, 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 Yeah. Transparency is not something we like, but it is the gateway to a free conscience. การรายงานตัวการมีความโปร่งใสต่อกันอาจจะเป็นสิ่งที่เราไม่ชอบแต่มันคือการที่เราจะต้องทำเพื่อที่จะนำไปสู่ความจิตสำนึกที่มันเรียกว่าจิตสำนึกที่ถูกต้อง So let me finish with this. อยากจะจบลงด้วยสิ่งเหล่านี้ก็คือ Right. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. To which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. จงให้สันติสุขของพระคริสต์ครองใจท่านเพราะพระเจ้าทรงเรียกท่านมาเป็นอวัยวะของกายเดียวกันเพื่อท่านจะได้รับสันติสุขนี้และจงมีใจกตันยูจงมีใจขอบพระคุณ Accountability brings peace. 
การที่เรารายงานตัวต่อกันและกันจะนำมาซึ่งสันติสุขให้เกิดขึ้น We have a saying in England. It's not biblical. But it says a problem shared is a problem halved. Because when we say, "Oh, look, this this is what's keeping me awake at night. This is the problem I have. It might be a problem with the person you're talking to." But you're sharing that with a leader in Christ. Right. And then you can pray, and you can bring peace to that situation. You keep it inside, and you won't have peace. So how on earth can you bless people and speak peace over people if you don't have peace yourself? The foundation of our lifestyle in this church is to speak peace over others. And how can you do that if you haven't got peace yourself? You can't give people what you haven't got. Right? So what's the key? The key is this. To submit, to be accountable. Not to be told what to do. Right, but to be encouraged and strengthened in your relationship with one another and with God. Isolation is not. Biblical. It's not scriptural. It's not God's intent for your life. Isolation leads to orphanhood. Jesus said, "Where two or three are gathered together, there am I in the midst." So step into the full blessings of sonship. Paul said, "Do not." Forsa- sorry, Peter said, "Don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together." And in Colossians 3, it says to encourage one another with spiritual songs. That's why we start with worship. By the way, we start at 10:30. Praise the Lord. All the chairs are here at 10:30. They make it, and they haven't got cars. Hallelujah. 
Right, so don't don't rob yourself of the being entering into the presence of God through worship. Because the worship was great this morning. Wasn't you know, wasn't perfect. perfect. Wasn't ill songs. Right? But that's technical stuff. Right? Hill songs this morning didn't have Josh playing the drums. We did. Right? They didn't have Wenge on guitar. Praise the Lord. They didn't have Julie Andrews leading the singing. Hallelujah. Over the mountains and the hills, the, the, the hills are alive with the sound of music. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let the Lord speak to you today. God bless you today. Take his word. Don't keep it into yourself, but be submissive to the leadership to God and be at peace. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen.